This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. I'm not doing well right now. Oh, really? I'm not doing well right now. I've got, I've got a baseball team yeah. that has had the opportunity with the bases loaded twice in this game against a Chicago Cubs team whose bullpen is <laughs> at best, and it's still 5-1. It's still if I went and I'm watching because I'm because I'm not I'm not I'm still concerned. I'm not panicking, Gordon. No. I'm not panicking. No. I'm still concerned. So I'm watching Atlanta and Frisco right now. And there's no score as Frisco bats in the bottom of the first. Thank you, Seattle. I send a text to my good friend Dave Sims. Thank you, Seattle, for taking two of three from Atlanta this weekend. Otherwise I might be I might be panicking. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And a strange game tonight. Buck with some strange decisions, uh, deciding yeah. to pinch run the, the pitcher. With a pitcher. For, with, a, with Vogelbach there. <laughs> yeah. So they lose the DH for the rest of the game. And then he's pinch hitting um, rough in the game instead of, you know, maybe going to Vento, the, the, the new kid. What's his name? Ventios, whatever yes. his name mm-hmm. is. The, the one that the Met fans have all been shouting about for a month yes. here. Yes. And Ruff has been, has been terrible. Yes, he has, uh, especially and, against uh, righties. Yeah, I, I think he's been, uh, what is it, 0 for 16, 0 for 17, whatever it is. So, yeah, look, I mean, it's just a situation where, I, again, I think it stabilized itself a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, Mets are not making it easy on themselves. They are not, Gordon. And, uh, you know, once again, and, and he, you know, I they will probably take the series, okay, because that's yeah. what they've done. They'll probably right. take the series. Yeah. But, Gordon, you need these extra games. You want to be – you said it perfectly a couple of weeks ago. When you go into Atlanta, you don't want to be in the position where you could leave out of first place. You want to have enough cushion so if the unthinkable happens and somehow you get swept, somehow, you want to still be able to leave in first place when you get out of Atlanta. And with the schedule you have, I mean, Gordon, that should be a given. Yes, it should be. It should, absolutely should be. You know, this is not, well, you know, you have an easy schedule for two You had it for... A month, basically. Yes, absolutely. You got to be able to take, and I think that they will. But again, you you know they had they opened up a little bit of space, but you know when you're playing bad teams every single day, and October is not that far off, you'd like to think, all right, now we're going to just start hammering teams and really put the hammer down, mm-hmm. and 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 open up some real space, and and when we, when we get to Atlanta, that won't matter anymore. Right, right. The That's way what you're playing want. right now. They're, they're leaving the door open a crack, and the Braves yes. are not a team you want to leave the door open even a crack. No, because they've been beating the door down all season. They have. <laughs> you think about it. And I got to say, Gordon, I was impressed with the Yankees Saturday and Sunday. They they came back. You know, they, they lose the lose the game, uh, the first one. I'm like, yeah, this could be an issue. This could be an issue. But they come back with with lots of runs and back to back game against the Rays and. Uh, you know, you you get you rid you rid of them. You're done. You took 11 out of 19, which is better than you've done against them in a yeah, long time. Long time, sure. You know, so tonight the Blue Jays beat the Rays 3-2. So I mean, this is tough. Who in this? Who do you root for in this series, Gordon? You got Jays and Rays. Who do you root for? Do you root for? Do, do you yeah, root for the tough. Rays because they're? Do you root for the Jays because the Rays are closer and you want to make sure they move back, or do you root for the? Do you play the Jays anymore? I don't think you do. do you? I think we do. I think we still have a couple of games against a three okay. game set against them left. Um, 
I, in terms of the team I would rather face come the play, I think I'd rather face the Rays come the playoffs. Got you. Because that Jays lineup, man, that's, that, they, they can just get hot for a few days and, and ruin you. Yeah. Um, but look, the Rays, they, they've kind of done a good job against the Yankees in years past, but you've kind of handled them this year. Um, it's going to be tough no matter who you face. You no know question. what I mean? Like, if the Twins don't make it, it's going to be tough no matter who you face. And it doesn't look like the Twins are going to make it. Well, they're doing their best. Right. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't help them make it. No, you, we did not help them. But we needed it. We, you know, we, we needed it at the time. We needed it at the time, Ryan. No question about it. No question about it. Of course, we'll keep you updated on this football. Gordon, I'm going to tell you this right now. And we'll tell you more about Cover 5, and I want everybody to join in Cover 5 and join the ESPN League, and we'll give you all the information early. Gordon, I'm just telling you, this is why I don't like – this is why – uh, I understand when you say promo code Gordon, you you say promo code Gordon, and you push the chips in the middle of the table, yeah, like like the late Jim Fossil did, and you are concerned. Gordon, who would have? Th- I mean, how would I think that Geno Smith would play like this Larry, against Denver? I'm, 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 I, I picked Denver. I'm like, this should be easy. Russell Wilson's going to be psyched. He's going against his old team. Geno Smith is the starting quarterback. Why is this game so tight? Gordon, what's well, going look, on? I could not find a fifth game this week, so this is the also the game that I took. And I, I realized, you know, Russell Wilson, um, <sighs> new system, new coach, new team. It's probably going to take a little while. And what's weird is this weekend in the NFL, there were very few surprises. Mm-hmm. There were very, you know, the teams that we thought might struggle did struggle. Yep. Uh, the teams that we thought would be good were good. Uh, you know, there were a couple, obviously the Giants, but we'll get to in a, in a little bit. But, yep. you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty much it played out exactly, not exactly, but pretty much how we kind of expected it to go. Mm-hmm. And then you have tonight with Geno Smith basically performing like Tom Brady. I mean, he, he barely <laughs> missed a pass in the I first know. half. I know. And and their offense, the only thing that's really stopped Seattle has kind of been Seattle. It has not been the Broncos' defense. They've had guys open all over the field. All over and the, the field. Seahawks, who I, I think that I'm not alone here, I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams yes. in the sport this season. They have uh, they have kind of manhandled the Broncos. And this, this Broncos team that has high expectations of Super Bowl or bust after the Russell Wilson trade, They've been bust so far tonight, and Geno Smith, credit to him, man. He has been fantastic. I never saw this coming. Ever? <laughs> yeah, and, and look, if I had taken Seattle, oh, it would not have play. happened. No, You're he would right, have yeah. been the Geno that we all know, <laughs> sacks, you know, bad bad interceptions, all those type yeah. of things. So. Putting the ball behind his back at the goal line and right, wondering exactly. why he got fumbled. Not showing up on time because he was on East Coast time instead of West Coast time. No, you he know, was all in a movie and fell asleep. Right. Yeah, yeah, all the movie, stuff. right. Gone Girl, yep, absolutely. <laughs> all this stuff. So not only this one, Gord, but the other one. Here's the other one I picked. What what's the what's the flashy team everybody's talking about in the NFC, Gordon? Oh, this is the team. They always beat Tom Brady. I go with New Orleans. And New Orleans right. is gonna win. New Orleans will win this game easy. Right. They win by one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think New Orleans is a better team than what they played yesterday, but yeah, they did not I have needed the... them to play the other I needed them to play better than they played yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they were not not the best. But at least they weren't the Cowboys, right? I mean Oh whew. Oh, I, I thought the Cowboys would struggle in that game. Boy, I, I nailed that one. That one I got right. Oh, they struggled before Dak got hurt. <laughs> yeah, they were terrible. They were. I mean, it, oh, week one is always a time. It's a for, tough one. 
it's always overblown. Everybody, you know, if you win week one, you think you're going to the playoffs. You lose week one, the season's already over. The Cowboys season, I think, is over. I think their season is actually <laughs> yeah. over. They're going to lose Dak now for a long period of time. They didn't really improve the team in the offseason. And the two kind of areas of their team that they would beat you with when they would beat you is their offensive line was excellent, and mm-hmm. they had a ton of receivers that could, could, uh, could, could kill you. Yes. Uh, and with the move that they got rid of Omari Cooper, C.D. Lamb is now the number one. And their offensive line just simply isn't as good. Obviously, no. the, the, the Smith injury is a killer. Killed but they, they, they did not add to the team. And uh, yeah. look at that. They didn't get better. No. <laughs> so What do you know? I, I do think that the Cowboys are in – you know, I don't like to overreact to just one week, but it does yeah. feel like the Cowboys, their season's already done. And, you know, there were some people who really liked Philadelphia to win that division. And listen, yeah. Gordon, I, I think they played well. And I can't discount what I saw. I, and we'll talk about the Giants in a second. But, I mean, what is going on with Tennessee? How does Derrick Henry have 82 yards rushing? He did not look that, like the same guy. So credit the not. Giants because they were, you know, they were putting a lick on him. But he did Boy, not did. seem like the same guy yesterday. That's for sure. He disappeared in midair on one of those hits. Yeah, I, that was one I of the times I've never seen him. Crowder, like I mean, he he he. Oh. I mean, he, he's got to be feeling that today. <laughs> Not, I don't mean Crowder. I mean uh, Derek Henry. Oh, there's no question. He's feeling that. He's feeling that. And here's the thing: he's going to feel a lot of it because that's on video. So everybody's going to try. Oh, let's hit him really hard so that he he can get used to that. He's going to see a. He's going to see people try to wind up on him now. And see if you can knock him off his game. But listen, Gordon Olavsky said that their 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 O line was suspect, and obviously, if they could up and once again, obviously you give credit to the Giants D, but they were able to move the football on them early. They just couldn't get. And I got to say this, and then we'll go to break. Gordon, how how many bad field goal kickers are there in the National Football League? <laughs> yeah, there were, well, there were a bunch of them yesterday, boy. I tell you. It's so it's such a weird thing that you you do this one activity right. It's the yep. same activity: offense, defense, pushing, tackling, blocking, and then it comes down to something that's. It's almost like we play nine innings of baseball and then we decide the game on downhill skiing. You know, what I mean, like the two <laughs> things don't really go together. Yeah. But that's right. uh, yeah. A lot of teams ran into the Colts ran into that yesterday. Obviously, oh. the, uh, the the Bengals and the Steelers had some issues there yesterday, and the Titans. Uh, they had, you know, for all the good things that the Giants did, absolutely give them credit for it. The absolutely. Titans have to be kicking themselves today at home against a team that you thought that you were going to beat. You had op- you get an interception in the end zone in yep. the fourth quarter, yeah, and at home, yeah, and you're not able to seal the deal there. So. Uh, it's a great a great thing for the Giants. Great yes. win for the Giants. Mm-hmm. One and zero for the first time in forever. Yeah. But for Tennessee, they got to be absolutely oh. kicking themselves with the the amount of mistakes and and just blown opportunities that they had yesterday. No question about it. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. When we return, we'll start with the tale of two football teams in the Big Apple on Week One. One team was very good. The other team, offensively, Gordon, oi. We'll come back and talk about it next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Saquon Barkley. Gordon, I think he's back. Well, he was sensational yesterday. That is the best he has looked in uh, four, since his rookie year. 
So th- three plus years, uh, that was the type of impact you've been looking for, and that was probably his most impactful game in that span as well. I mean, he was the engine of that offense. Uh, Daniel Jones was okay. Uh, he, he made some throws, obviously. He was efficient outside of the interception, which was terrible. Uh, didn't get a great uh, pass protection on the day, Jones. So you needed somebody to step up. Uh, Sterling Shepard had a couple of catches. Mm-hmm. This guy, Ricky James, who uh, I, I, I got to be honest, I don't think I've ever heard of before. <laughs> yeah. he, he was a big part of the offense. But, no, it was Saquon Barkley's day, and it's been a long time since he has looked like that, and he was phenomenal yesterday. He was great. He was great. And I think, and we talked about it yesterday, Gordon, on the drive, Buddha called in and said, because I talked about it too, uh, on that Jones interception, Dayball let him have it. <laughs> yeah. He let him have I don't think I've seen – and it doesn't mean they have. doesn't mean they haven't because – okay, it doesn't mean Joe Judge or the offensive coordinators didn't do it because they don't always show on the sidelines, right? But they showed it. He, Dayball, let him have it. I mean, he let him have it. And, uh, you know, he, he, he listen, Gordon, great win, right? Great run by Saquon. Uh, like you said, Sterling Shepard looked good. Galladay yeah, you know, had it. Co- considering what you thought coming in yes. after the injury last year, yeah. I wasn't really expecting much, but, you know. He looked and, good. Again, it was only a couple of catches. He was targeted, I think, four or five times. Uh, but it, it was still uh, look good. Yeah, it still looked good. good. Absolutely. Look good. But here's the issue. Is Daniel Jones your quarterback? Because that's really what you need to find out. Well, Did you find that. that out yesterday? Well, I would say this. Coming into the year, even though it's a make-or-break year, the needle is not pointed exactly at 50-50, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's much more towards no than it is yes. Right. I don't think that he, anything he did yesterday moved the needle one way or the other. So okay. if it was already more no than yes, all you did was take another game off the schedule. So, okay. But look, we, we got 16 more games. He's got a mm-hmm. full year to go out there and, A, stay healthy, mm-hmm. and, B, show that he is the guy. Now, he was efficient. Yeah, he was. Up until, up until the interception in the was, end zone. He was decent. He, he was, was decent. decent. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that decent. You know, I've been asking different giant people, Jordan Ronan. I talked to uh, Pat Leonard on Saturday. Mm-hmm. If it's about proving that he's the guy, is it is it a, a beyond a reasonable doubt type of court or is it a preponderance of the evidence type of court? Is it more true than false? And everybody that I've talked to says, no, he has to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt that he's the guy moving forward. And I don't think anything that he did yesterday proves, helps prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he's the guy. He's still got 16 more games. We'll find out. There's nothing else to prove. Like, this is why you didn't go and make a trade for a quarterback or Jimmy G or any of them. Mm-hmm. It's about finding out about Daniel Jones. Yeah. And it's about this crew, this this regime finding out about Daniel Jones. So um, they got they got one game out of the way. You saw Dable lighten him up after that interception. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a different tact. I don't think that it would be all that surprising for Daniel Jones to get yelled and screamed at after a really bad pick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that has any impact on him next week. 25.8 QBR for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, look, efficiency-wise, he was efficient. Now, he was. again, he was getting more. That The, the yeah. offensive line, <laughs> which good. I did think did a decent job of run blocking enough to give Saquon mm-hmm. obviously a chance, did not yes. do a great job in pass protection. And that's going to be an issue, right? If you want to find out about the quarterback, you're going to have to give him some time. And yep. uh, he was sacked five times yesterday. 
and mm-hmm. was 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 hit a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So, and for a guy who's been banged up in the past and has missed time as a result, you're kind of hoping that the offensive line was going to be a little bit better than that. But um, it is only one game. It's a great win for the Giants. It the is. only thing I have an issue with is that I saw a lot of people today. Ah, see, we told you about Saquon. See, Saquon has silenced his haters and and he's he's responded to the slander that he's. Saquon has been bad for the last. He's been hurt, and he's been bad for the last mm-hmm. three years. This is not running down Saquon or or being unfair to Saquon Barkley. He has been. He's not been an impact. He's been hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. He's missed a lot of time. And then when he played last year, he looked slow. Now maybe that was coming back from the injury. Maybe this year he's going to get back to the explosive Saquon Barkley. It's one game. But it does feel like there's a, a portion of Giant fans out there who are so desperate to be right about Saquon Barkley that the, the one time that he has done something here in really four years, they are celebrating after just one performance an awful lot. It's great that he showed the, explosive, the explosiveness again. That's something that I do think he had to prove. The other part of it is he's got to be able to show he can stay healthy. Yes. And, and since his rookie year, he's not been able to show that. He hasn't. You're right. You're right. Here's Saquon on the play call to go for the win, the two-point conversion. When we scored, I was on the field, and I saw him put up the two sign. We kind of made eye contact, and he gave me that look, and I knew what the play was going to be. And uh, he gave me that look, and I kind of looked back at him and you know, said, F, yeah, and then, you know, we called it up, and we were able to execute the play and get in. But, you know, he's a man that's worried. He, he told us he's going to be aggressive. You know, he told us he's going to lean on the players to, to make plays, and in that situation, he did exactly that. And when you have a coach like that, definitely will make you go out there and fight for him and, and execute in those situations. All right, so let's hear from Brian Dayball now. And uh, what was the mindset on going for two in that situation? Go for the win. We're going to be aggressive. That's our. That's what we want to do. Um, that's the mindset I want the players to have. Uh, if it didn't work, uh, I could live with it. You know, I thought that was the right decision. You know, you're an inch away or whatever it was. I trust Saquon. I, I grabbed a couple of the defensive players that have busted their uh, tails out there, uh, along with some of the offensive guys that weren't out there. And I said, hey, we got the ball wherever it was. I said, we score. I'm going for two. You guys go with that? And they said, you know, F yeah. So... Uh, Gordon, a lot of mixed mixed thought process here, right? Some people say, well, the analytics, that's what you do. Uh, Gordon, for me, I, I thought it was great. He's got nothing to lose. Absolutely. Okay? He's right there. He's right there. Uh, if that's as You said it earlier. Hey, let it all hang out. This exactly. You've got is nothing to lose this nothing. year. Nothing. It's great. Nothing. Let's see what happens. And, and, and look, if they win some games in the process – <laughs> so that could be an it, issue, right? I mean, that could be a problem. Well, it could be a problem later <laughs> on, but like when you're a young, uh, you know, a first-time coach, you want to win, taking over a program, taking over a team that's not done a lot of winning, and you come in with a new message. I'm sure there's some guys in that locker room like, all right, here comes this, here comes a new guy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, and you win a game like that, and, and you are aggressive. I, I got to think that that buys you some credit with the players that. Hey, you know what? I want to buy in with this guy because he's actually getting some results. Now, I don't know that this is going to set the Giants up uh, for some some great year or whatnot, but it was good to see. I mean, think about the bad football we have watched from these two teams. Yeah, the last five years to get have something on on just a one Sunday to get excited about that was worth getting excited about. So good for him. I would always like to be a great. It is funny though. All the people that are like, oh, yeah, that was the right move. If that didn't work out, there's a <laughs> lot of those people. Oh, what is he doing? How? Is he? But to me, you're on the road. 
I, I don't know that you're as talented a team as the Titans. Right. Go for it there. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think you have anything to lose. Let it Nothing all hang all. out. And if it didn't get it, so be it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I have a problem with it. It's still, there's still be plenty of positives coming out of that game. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it was nice to see something to actually get excited about because after watching the one o'clock window uh, of the local games, you didn't get a lot to be excited about there. I can tell you that. No, you didn't. You did not. You did not. Mets lose by the score of 5-2 to the Cubbies. And the Giants have just taken a one nothing lead over Atlanta as they bat in the bottom of the second. 1-800-919-3776. And make that 2 nothing Giants. When we return, we'll talk about the Jets. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll skip that and talk about, uh, talk about Miami and New England. Well, you know what we can do, Larry? Maybe we can get a segment of the show that we did last year and just play that over again. Because for the Jets yesterday, it was the same old song and dance, man. Unfortunately, it was. And and all, all I could hear yesterday was Gordon and I saying, this is not the Joe Flacco that played in the Super Bowl. This is not the Joe Flacco that played in the Super Bowl. We'll come back. We'll talk Jets and Gordon and I have a special announcement at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's going that we're going to start beginning tomorrow. We'll tell you about that a little later here on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Gordon, we'll get to uh, Robert Sala's appearance on the Michael K show today in a couple of seconds because when Joe Flacco mentioned we have to keep the outside noise out of this locker room, uh, apparently that wasn't done. <laughs> it's it's springing some leaks. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 outside noise is getting in somehow. Yeah, Gordon, let me tell you this. Yesterday, I thought for the first the first half, I thought the Jet defense was vastly improved. Yes, absolutely. It, it was they. They did a nice job. They they covered. They they were physical. The, you didn't see the mistakes, the bad plays that you saw last year. Now in the second half, I, part of it I think. Listen, it's it's a it's a young secondary in spots. You're going to make mistakes. Bad communications. It happens just the first week. Uh, I thought I might see more of a pass rush from the Jets up front. Did not see that. I thought Quinton Williams made a couple of nice plays. The defense, the defense played well. Gordon, this offense was awful, and I get – I had Samini on yesterday after the game. I get fans switching from left side to right side to left side to right side. That was the problem, the right tackle. I mean, it's the, it's the kid's first game of the season. I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to kill him? He struggled, okay? You knew he was going to struggle when you put him in there. They ran the ball early. They were able to get some runs on the ground, but Joe Flacco couldn't move. Joe Flacco could, didn't have time. Joe Flacco was a mess yesterday. The offense was abysmal. It just was. And, look, the fact that we're at this stage, and I get it, you know, injury was an issue with Becton going down and and uh, the guy that you just brought, Dwayne Brown, he went down, injuries. The fact that we're at this stage and week one of the season, the offensive line is still something that we're talking about in the first few sentences of another Jet loss. At this point, it's like, at what point are we going to get that fixed? At what point is it going to be fixed? It's amazing. And we, look, Larry, we said it all week. At this stage, I think people are vastly overrating where Joe Flacco is. And if you have problems along the offensive line, Joe Flacco ain't going to be the guy 
who's going to be able to, to, to take care of some plays with his legs, clearly. He was a statue back there. You know he's, a, he's 37 years old. He was never a fast quarterback. He never made plays with his legs. And the offense, uh, you hate to say it, but it looked like they were not prepared for a game, man. It didn't look like they knew that there was a game being played. And, and they were just, you're right, the defense did play well, but at some point you're going to wear down when the offense is giving you absolutely nothing. And yesterday the o- offense gave them absolutely nothing. And here's some things I liked on offense, Gordon. Uh, could I see Garrett Wilson a little bit more? I thought he made some. I thought he he made some efficient plays while he was out there. I need to see him more. And I'm hearing on the broadcast, well, he has special set of plays because he's not familiar with the playbook. And now I'm hearing this, and I'm saying, okay, maybe Denzel Mims is not totally wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Gordon, I'm like, this is what I heard last year about Denzel Mims. All right, so, and you know, so what, what's going on with that scenario? Uh, but I thought in the the plays that he had were encouraging, Gordon, and and I get it. I just thought I would see more of the tight ends, but I'm sure the tight ends had to be kept in the block, the way <laughs> the way Baltimore's defense was was crowding around and meeting at Flacco for most of the game. And, and uh, look, I can understand you're losing in a game. You're, you're trying to catch up. It, what the game was not a blowout really early on i mean no. uh for the first half you were in the game it was what was it 10-3 at the half why exactly is joe flacco throwing the ball 59 times in the game i don't get it i don't get it why is michael carter running the ball 10 times yeah why is Brees hall running the ball what was it seven or eight times that he ran the ball i mean why are they running the ball 17 or 18 times and throwing it 60 and, and they didn't even use the play action that much because they were running the ball. They moved the ball on the ground, Gordon, early. I mean, the first play of the game for the Jets offensively, Carter got, what, 16, 17 yards. You're I'm not like, hey, catching. this is I, not I don't bad. Care Let's what run the, it. And I, I know they got away from the, the third quarter. Even yes. when it was 24 to 3, at that point, you're not catching up by having Joe Flacco air it out. No. So at that point, hey, let's get everybody involved. Let's stay. I'm not, I'm not saying you got to go run heavy. I'm not saying you got to go Joe Judge and punt on third down like last year. But I mean, like, it's clear you have some weapons on offense. And you know who's not one of them? Joe Flacco. Yeah. So figure out a way to get some other people involved and, and, and not be the focus on him as much. Uh, I mean, I just couldn't get over how bad it was. I wasn't expecting much, my, mm-hmm. my expectations were low. But yet, mm-hmm. somehow, the Jets, even then, did not even reach what my low expectations were. And one other thing. Can the Jets find a field goal kicker that kicks field oh goals consistently? Oh, my God. That's amazing. Can you find somebody? It's I mean, amazing. once again, miss field goal, miss extra point. Now, look, it didn't kill him. Okay, it doesn't kill him. Now, man's well, because the game was two-yard punt killed him right. yeah, because yeah, it, put, you know, it put your defense in a bad spot deep in the territory. But I mean, once again, can you can, can you find somebody? I mean, this has been uh, we talked about it yesterday, Gordon. This is a what special? You got to find the kicker. Like, what is the problem that the Jets can't find a kicker? Uh, There's it, a lot of things. I mean, again, the defense I think played over overall played. You know, again, the 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 the, the bar the. the you know, the expectations from last year where the defense was at. Yes. It was terrible. The first half so, was better. The first yeah, half. Yeah, no, I mean, it looked like. They I looked give them like, credit. Here's the, here's the thing I would say. They look like a professional team. Yeah, exactly. They look like exactly. a professional team. That is a compliment comparing where they were last year. The offense <laughs> did not look like a, a, a did not. professional team. They did not. 
And once again, Gordon, once again, I didn't see them change anything offensively in the second half. They didn't do no. anything differently. They no. didn't come out. And see, here's the thing that I wanted to see. All right. For me, okay, I get that. I get the issue with the offensive line. I get it. All right. Injuries, they're not playing well. Can you give me a hurry up? Can you quicken the tempo to slow them down? Is there something else you could have done? Okay. To where you just, let's do a quick note. Let's do, you know, let, let's get something going. Let's let's quicken the tempo. You know, do something that you made an adjustment. And, and that's not what I saw. So that's the frustrating thing um, for me watching it yesterday. Was that, you know, because that's what I've been talking about. Like, I need to see some adjustments from this coaching staff. And again, you didn't see it. And so they're in a situation where they've got, Cle- they're going to Cleveland next week. Uh, Miles Garrett, I'm sure, is licking his chops as he will watch video of this uh, of this offensive line. They got to play better, and they got to be balanced, Gordon. Otherwise, the same thing is going to happen. Okay, the same thing is going to happen to them. They're going to be just ripped uh, from an offensive standpoint because it looks like I would think that Flacco is going to start again, and we'll hear from Salah because the guys asked him on the K show. Ask them about whether it will be Mike White or what the situation is. But so we'll hear a lot from Salah. And for those of you who want Mike White, well, Rex Ryan has some interesting comments on that. We have lots to do. We'll come back and you'll hear from the head coach of the Jets next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 9870 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We'll get to your calls in a second. But Gordon, he didn't stop there. He then talked about the Jet organization before he got here, which is unusual, Gordon, because normally Robert Sala doesn't talk about these things like that. He's been, you know, on What the, happened on, to on, Mr. No Bad Vibes? Like he, last week, he was like, kumbaya, he's like chilling out, everything's going to be good. And then all of a sudden they have the performance they had on Sunday, and he's taking receipts. And uh, you know we were, we were it's Armageddon every time we lose a game. Anybody loses a game, instant coffee, all this type of stuff. What happened? One game that was enough to turn the tide from no bad vibes to to Armageddon. Because even he knew how bad they looked. <laughs> well, see here, you know, I don't know. Look, it's good for the K show that he makes those quotes there when we're getting mm-hmm. something out of those interviews. That's great, yeah. but. You've played 18 games as a head coach. You've won four of them. And in a lot of them, you were completely outplayed, outclassed, outprepared, out everything. I don't think that there were many people that expected the Jets to go and win the game yesterday. They're back no. of quarterback, Ravens are a good team, all those type of things. Fair. Mm-hmm. But they didn't look prepared. They 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 put up the the worst performance maybe of anybody outside of the Cowboys. They put up probably the worst performance of anybody yesterday. And, again, it's not expecting wins. It's not expecting to see the team go to the playoff or anything like that. It's about seeing a professional-looking product, and it has not looked that way. Last year, not really. There were not that many people fire and brimstone because we all knew last year was an evaluate. Just be better than Gase, and you're fine. The honeymoon's over, man. Mm-hmm. And we, you got to start seeing some results. You can't keep telling me it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Show me something. Anything. I'm open to interpretation. I'm open to argument. But you got to give me some points that say, hey, this is much better. It didn't look like it yesterday. 
It did not. And, uh, you know, Robert Sala kind of took a shot at some previous folks here. Listen to what he had to say. People don't understand is that this was worse than an, worse than an expansion team when Joe got here. And Joe has done a phenomenal job getting us back to square zero to where we can start building over the last two years. And we're going to win. I know we are. It's uh, been fortunate to have been a part of this process for a while. And um, and I just lo- I love the fact that it's in New York where it's the most angry bunch of people and everything is is hit the panic button. And when you win, it's everyone's a Super Bowl champ. And it's when you lose, you're an absolute loser. And I love it. I love it. Bring all of it. And for all the people who doubt, just if you want to jump out the boat, jump out. Just don't come back on. And see, for me, Gordon, this sounds like a man who's feeling pressure. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. This sounds like a guy who understands that his job is on the line here. And I think the guys on the case show said it best. Coaches don't get three years, four years to turn things around. If if if, if this does not work, and listen, if 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 Zach Wilson is not good, this is not all Salah's fault. Okay, he's partly the fault because he, you oh, know, he agreed absolutely. with the pick. Okay, he agreed with the pick. But if Wilson doesn't get turned around, he may not be the only one that doesn't get that's that leaving here that's leaving here at the end of the season. Okay, he may he may be, but this to me it just sounded like you know what, he understands that uh, his job's on the line here, Gordon. There's no question about it. He can't have a year like he had last year. He just can't. Well, I, I don't know if he's talking about fans. I don't know if he's talking about media. I don't know who he's actually referring to. Everybody he's talking about media. It's not our job to be in the boat. Mm-hmm. It's our job to 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 watch what you're doing and say, well, this is we like this, we don't like that, we see this is good, this is bad, and you haven't given us much to say. Hey, this is really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, what have you given us? You you won four games last year, and that was acceptable. That was fine. This year, there's some expectations. And remember, before the season started, there were some people saying, well, you know, I don't think that if the Jets have a bad season, anybody's going to really pay the price this year, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is the tone after one week. So he knows somebody's going to pay the price. <laughs> somebody's going to pay the price. You're absolutely right. You have to – I've said it for – I mean, I feel like a broken record. They have to win six games this year. They mm-hmm. have to go out and win. You have to show me something. You can't just tell me it's going to be better down the road. You got to actually show me something. And they didn't show you anything, at least on offense yesterday. Now, it's only one game. It's against a tough opponent. It's with your backup quarterback. But even with all those things, all those caveats, it was not good. It wasn't. It was awful. It was and, awful. And I love this. You're taking receipts. I don't know. You might have better ways to use your time. When was the Jeter night? Was that Wednesday, Thursday? Jeter said it perfectly. People boo because they want to cheer. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the people. Don't yep. worry about the fans. Don't worry about the media. Worry about you. Worry mm-hmm. about going out and winning some games and looking better. Because yeah. that the, you can spin it however you want. And the fact that he's going back to how bad it was when he got here, that's never good. Like when the new president starts blaming the old president, that's never mm-hmm. a good. Like two years into the in, into the administration, that's never a good sign. So because he feels pressure, Gordon, yeah, that's what no it question. is. No question, absolutely. That's what it is. That's why he's talking about that. He's and here's the thing, he's putting Joe Douglas in the positive light because he knows that Joe Douglas is the one that hired him, and Joe Douglas is going to be the one to let him go. 
Well, I, I mean, if we if we want to talk about people on the firing line, uh, well, he's not. Yeah. He's with them. He's right yeah. there with them. Well, look, Joe. I mean, Joe Douglas has more riding on this than even Salah. Sure, Douglas. Salah didn't hire Douglas. Douglas hired Salah. So right. it's his coach. It's his quarterback. And here's the thing. I know everybody's been talking about. I agree with it that the Jets are more talented than they were, and, and the job he did in the draft. Your GM, the first two things he's got to get right is the coach and the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if we're going through a season where the Jets are winning four or five games, well, then I don't know that Joe Douglas got either of them right. And if he can't get those two right, well, what do I need him for? Yeah. You're right. And, you know, he hasn't been great picking offensive linemen either. <laughs> Free agent-wise that, that first and, draft. And drafted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I think that the last two drafts were better. Yeah, but I But again, it, it, here's the thing. You're saying it's better than an expansion program. You're not all that much better than where you were. Yeah. They won two games the year before you got here. The year before that, what did they win? Seven, eight? Yeah, I think it was seven and nine or something right. like that because they so, went on the streak the second half of the year. Right, so you got four last year. You got to match what they did. In the in the Gase years, if they got nine wins, yeah, you got to get ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think that got, that's an unfair no. expectation. It is not. This is, this is it not. This isn't. is not fans saying, "Oh, you got to win the, you got to make the playoffs, you got to win ten games." We're, right. we're asking for a little bit. Just give us something, little exactly. crumbs. And for me, I mean, it's one game, and it's Baltimore, and you weren't winning that game anyway, Gordon. No, you that's weren't winning. Fair. The, so, so the reaction that he's he's overreacting now. If if this this sounds like a reaction, I would get if you lose to Cleveland next week. Okay, yeah. now you're zero and two. And you've had back-to-back games where the offense has been awful. Okay, then I could accept it. But this was a game. I mean, Gordon, you weren't winning this game. No, no. You weren't. Oh, nobody no, expected you to. Nobody expected you. I mean, of course, you expected to win, obviously. But nobody right. expected you. No. And see, like I said, for this team, for me, here's the goal for this team. The goal for this team should be like it was for the Giants yesterday. You're in the fourth quarter with a chance to win. If you're in the fourth quarter with a chance to win or respectable or something, that's a pot. Even if you lose to a better team, that's what I'm looking for. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. That that would help me along with the six wins that you have to have because I know you're not beating Green Bay. You're not better than Green Bay, although the way Green Bay played, yeah, yeah, played yesterday. Knows, right? A lot you know, can change from now to then, absolutely. You, you, might, you might get steal a win if you play a little bit better. All right, but I mean, on paper, I mean, look at, look at Denver tonight. Gordon, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, Geno Smith is Geno Smith never played like this when he was here. So, you know, these are the situations that, that you're in. You have to be in a position where you're having a chance to win these games. Not like you were yesterday where this game was over in the third quarter. It was done. There was never there was never a point in this game offensively that you thought the Jets were going to drive down the field and score. Never. Ever. Nothing. No. And, Nothing and at it, all. And it, I was bringing this up on Saturday. You know, if the Giants have this, like, surprising season, it, it's good for the Giants. But you know who it's really bad for? Jets. The Jets, absolutely. If they have really another is. stinker of a season and the Giants somehow win seven games and look further along in the process than the Jets do, oof, that's not good.